Hey there, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Local Influencers Podcast. Today, I am joined by two lovely guests that I am so excited to talk about because they own and run Loli's Streetery, not treatery, Streetery, and it is a Tex-Mex cuisine Kind of like they describe it with a creative twist on their Instagram bio, food truck. And so, ladies, why don't you introduce yourselves to our listeners today? And welcome. I'm, <laughs> um, I'm Sarah. Um, Sarah Flores. Uh, we own Lowly Streetery. And I'm Sabrina Lozano. <laughs> We're sisters. Sisters. Yeah. Sister power. Sister. <laughs> uh, Latina power in the house and X power in the house. So um, yes. I was I was telling Sarah before we started recording, I saw their application again on the podcast and it was like very empowering. It was like Mexican women own. I'm like, yes, ma'am, we're getting them on. I was like, yes, we're getting them on. That's all you got to say. <laughs> so I like that. Like we are two like Mexican women, young women who are like trying to build this brand, trying to work our way up. So we're, we're we try and like embody that we're like Mexican women. Yeah, you have to, I think, empower, you know, others. And so that's what I'm excited to get into today. So let's start off with your brand name, business name, Loli Streetery. How did y'all come up with that? I And it's funny because streetery is like street, but it's the word eat inside of it. It's very... Yeah. Um, it's very I love it by the way like I love the branding I love the name very catchy very like tongue you know tongue-in-cheek how did y'all come up with that well um the streetery part uh kind of just came from like putting the words eatery and street like we mm-hmm. we like to say it, it's a little confusing to some people sometimes because they're mm-hmm. like streetery and I'm like it's an eatery on the street <laughs> but if you yeah. get it you're like Oh yeah, like that's actually really smart and really clever. Yeah. And yeah, like- Loli, um, Loli's is uh named after our grandmother. Um, her name was Elisa, but we called her Grandma Loli. And she was just a huge major impact influencer on our lives. She was a baker, her thing was baking, um, but she was always in the kitchen. And um, that's just one thing that we we remember about her. So Lowly's is like a really cool name too. Mm-hmm. So um, we kind of just put them together. At first we were just going to name it Lowly's, but he found the word streetery and he, and so it just, it just works. Yeah. That's awesome. I love it. Like I got it right away. I was like, I love this. Yeah. And, um, like I got it. And so how did you guys, so you came up with the brand name or whatever, and that probably came after the idea for the business. How did you two, um, come up with this idea for a food truck and you're like you know what let's get into this because a lot of people are whenever they have an idea they're afraid to kind of go after their dreams and I've said it a million times on this podcast if something if you want to do something and it's a, you're afraid to do it you're heading in the right direction and so people a lot of times have this idea like I want to start this business but I can't do it because of x y and z um, mm-hmm. What made y'all just pull the trigger and be like, you know what, let's do this? And why did y'all specifically get into the food truck industry? Um, it, I mean, it, it kind of just happened that we were both looking for really like investment opportunities at the time. And we kind of had different ideas. I mean, I think both of us were kind of like at a little 
a bit of a crossroads in our life. Um, like for me, I had just lost my jobs because of COVID. I was out living in Orlando. So I came back here and I was in school and I just, I needed something that was mine. I think we both just kind of wanted something for us that we could do. And, and the idea for the food truck um, really started as kind of like just an investment thing, which then turned into, hey, I really like food. Like I know mm-hmm. how to cook. Like Sabrina knows how to cook. Like we are so, so passionate about food. Like it's a big part of our lives. Like let's, let's make some food. Like let's just go for it. And I don't know if we realized like how much work it was going to be and like no at idea. the start of it, but yeah. we didn't even know what we were going to do. I am a travel nurse. And so I was working in a COVID ICU in San Antonio. And, um, my dad has also like been trying to kind of get us to do something else, like a side hustle type thing. Um, but this isn't a side hustle for us. This is like our baby. So he sent us a picture of like a lime green food truck that sold like turkey legs and funnel cakes and just Frito pies. And he was like, why don't y'all just, you know, invest in this and do something with it. And I was like, that would be pretty cool. But we didn't realize like how into it we were going to get. Um, and so we just like went for it and kind of yeah. just got really creative with things and we take pride in a lot of our stuff. So um, yeah, that's how, that's how it came about. That's awesome. It's like uh, you guys uh, going through COVID. It's, it's weird. Cause I think I started this podcast um, in, I don't know, 20 late 2019, early 2020. And I actually, had COVID in the middle of like at the end of my first season, I was actually hospitalized for COVID. And um, wow. I was like, like a hustler. I was like in the hospital and I was like, my mom, my parent, I was like, at this time it was COVID just started. Nobody knew like what to do, what was happening. And my, I, my parents, nobody could visit me, but they could like drop off stuff and the nurses would bring it up. And so I was like, the first thing was like, not clothes, right? The first thing I told my mom was like, pack my laptop in the charger. Yeah. And like, <laughs> I had to like, I was like making posts from like my bed in the hospital and I was like working and I'm like, I'm not going to let this thing beat me. And that's kind of what you guys did. You were like, uh, you know, being a travel nurse and dealing with COVID and you're still wanting to add a side hustle. And then you, you know, having to move back home from Orlando or, you know, moving back to Coastal Bend from Orlando because of your, because of COVID technically, you know, it's yeah. like COVID. Uh, it's like, not only is it a curse, all of us, but there's like, there's always like some kind of blessing at the end of a curse, right? Like I had COVID, but because of that, like it actually started my health journey. I got diagnosed with a bunch of things. I'm able to, I've, uh, I just actually weighed myself today. I'm down 48 pounds. Wow. Uh, and Congrats. so like, uh, I got that. Di- I was having trouble with sleep. I, I got my sleep under control. Um, I got approved for weight loss surgery all this good stuff's happening, but it's because of COVID sparked that. And now here you guys are on this journey and COVID you know that this disgusting yeah. thing sparked this beautiful lowly streetery and so yeah. i love that and so whenever you guys came up okay so you have you're like okay we want to do this food truck right your dad's like hey get into this business side hustle y'all like why not you come up with a brand name cool fun right it's exciting and then you get into it you're like oh my now what so yeah. <laughs> right you're like you're like looking at each other like, cool, we have this truck. What do we do? <laughs> um, how did you guys narrow down 
a menu and how did you narrow down like this is what should we offer because like you said there's a lot of those like funnel cake places or desserts or just regular kind of taco trucks you know yeah. so what what made y'all like how did y'all how was that process in developing like a menu and saying all right let's like buckle down this is what we got to do now so um, I am not an advanced cook by any means, but I have ideas. So um, between like travel jobs, I was trying to find like some sort of investment because I just didn't want to do traveling forever. Like it's, it's done so, I'm sure you know, and I'm sure you've heard that like this has just done so much for nurses and healthcare workers in general. We're all exhausted. And we're all tired and the pandemic has just put a huge toll like on our mentality. So um, I would I would come home and I'd be like, I kind of want to do like a like a um, like a La Paletera type thing. But I want to do corn cups and I want to do like barbecue corn cups or like Cajun corn cups. But I just didn't know like how to go about it. So this this food truck thing um, just kind of just opened the doors for that. And my thing was like Mexican street corn, but let's put a protein on it and let's make it, let's make it a loaded corn cup. You don't see that anywhere. And so with my sister, she's super creative in the kitchen. She can make anything taste amazing. So like my idea for the corn cup, that was all that I had my idea, but her idea for like everything else, like Let's do like some sort of sauces. Let's do loaded fries, but let's make it fancy and like gourmet. So let's put a twist on it. So um, that just kind of like, that's just kind of how it came about. And when we were looking into the corn cups and like the loaded corn, you don't see them anywhere. You don't see them anywhere. We're like, how, how can we go about this? How can we make it like a loaded item that's different? And you just don't see it anywhere. So we're like, holy moly, like we have something. Like this is original for us. And Oh, oh we have God. another we have another guest join us she wants to be a part of this oh we love we love pets here on the podcast yeah. so okay <laughs> so i love it was, that so paired yeah. with your sister's ideas and she said that you you're you know you you can make anything a taste good which i wish because i i can oven really well i can air fry really well but i can't cook i could door dash very well um so how uh she came to you with like the corn cup thing and you were like let's do this like how did that come about how did that process go it was so much fun <laughs> like, <laughs> it was last to just be like okay I can finally be as like creative as I want to I have this outlet to be able to do that and um like yeah let's just let's try these different sauces let's okay this one didn't come out how we wanted to let's try these different ways of roasting corn because we do roast our corn it's not it's not like you know we just dump it out of the can and call it a day it's like we we were playing with seasonings we we're playing yeah. with like spices and stuff so um it was it was like getting the corn bowl down was the main thing because once she said it I was like that makes so much sense like we were looking everywhere to see like, okay, how can we like get inspired by this? Like loaded corn bowl or like corn cup with meat, like corn. And we, ha to this day, we have not been able to find like a corn cup like loaded. So once we kind of got that down, like we needed to nail that down, that kind of set the tone for the rest of the menu. It's like, okay, 
we want to do a comfort food that like Texans are going to know and love like mm-hmm. fries, nachos, corn, you know, but we're going to put this creative spin on it that is going to have depth. Like it's going to, it's, it's not just going to be something that we throw together and like call it a day. Like yeah. we, every <clears throat> single ingredient is so thought out and like it's as scratch make made as we can possibly make it. Like we spend so much time just prepping and like getting everything together so that we can get to the point that we sell. Mm-hmm. So it, the, the, once we figured out like street corn, everything else were like really just lined up so easily. Like it was, it was great. So now we have this like menu where everything all fits together and we know that like the average Texan will like it, but it's going to be a twist. Like it's going to be different a little mm-hmm. bit. I am literally so hungry, y'all. Like, I told you, I'm on this weight loss journey right now because I'm getting ready for a surgery. And all I had is a protein shake this morning, and my eggs are being cooked, like, over there in the kitchen. My mom's cooking me some eggs right now because that's all I can really have. And my mouth is watering. I am, like, (laughs) literally the week before I go for, like, pre-op surgery, I am going to visit y'all and try one of everything on the Mm -hmm. menu when my doctor allows it. <laughs> because I am like I love a good corn cup like the just like you know the regular kind of ones for if you're in the coastal van or Corpus Christi mm-hmm. area you know like the trade center has like the corn cups but they're just like right. a ray they're just like your regular schmegular corn yeah. cups yeah. but yeah. y'all's with like my mouth I am like <laughs> so hungry like this a journey to be a skinty version of myself is very <laughs> difficult. <laughs> y'all are making it harder. Uh, yeah. I don't know if I love y'all or hate y'all. <laughs> yeah. uh, so uh, with, like you said, when in the beginning, y'all didn't realize how much work that you were going to have to put into this, right? What are some tips or tricks and don't give away any uh, family secrets, <laughs> But what are some tips that you would give someone that wanted to enter their own type of food truck industry business? Like whether it's like a dessert food truck or something, what are some things that you would have told yourselves when you first started? I think it's just to like find your passion and just go for it. Um, Really narrow down what it is exactly that you want to do. Um, For us, it was, do we want to make a quick buck or do we want to do something that like we're really, really passionate about doing something that we have pride when we hand out our food? Um, no, no offense to any of like the regular taco trucks, no offense to yeah. any of like a carnival because we're friends with all these food truck people, regardless of, you know, how, you know, different their food is versus how basic their food is. Um, for us though, it was more of a, a passion, something that we're passionate about. So I feel like advice that I would give is to just make sure it's something that you really want to do because it does require a ton of work. There's a lot of passion and hard work behind it. Blood, sweat, and tears. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's difficult regardless how simple your food is or how, you know, how many days you prep to do something. And so difficult. I think it's also important to like not overload yourself because it's okay to start off small. Like whenever we started, I think we were just saying yes to everything, which was great. And it was important for us to like be able to build that. I mean, we had the free time, like we just wanted to like say yes to everything. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it was like, every, we, we have to take about like two days to prep just to be able to do one day of serving. So 
like day after day, like, okay, we have an event this day. We have an event this day. Now we've kind of narrowed it down to be like, okay, we're only going to be open like at most three days a week. And like, that's good enough for us. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, eventually we want to be more consistent. We want to like have like maybe like four or five days, but it's okay to start small. Like it's okay because people still come to our truck. People still consistently will Mm -hmm. seek seek us out. Like we'll be over there in Robstown and somebody will come to Robstown, like from Corpus, just like, I saw y'all were going to be over here. Like I drove out here just for y'all. I'm going to leave now. (laughs) Yeah. That's like literally like, that's like, six minutes from my house so i will the next time you're out there i'm gonna go like splurge (laughs) yeah so i love that and i love that like just you know the like you said you can't put your don't say it's okay to say no first of all Mm -hmm. you have to learn that i think a lot of people starting Mm -hmm. anything you want to jump at everything and it's okay to start small like Social media, I have a very small team right now. It started with just me. And I have a very small team of like three or four people that help me behind the scenes. And um, and there's times that I have to say like no to podcast interviews because like I don't align with some of their, their views. Like there's people that want to get on here for religious or political reasons. And I right. don't, I won't allow that because I am very, very opinionated, although... <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, yeah. and so I'm like, this, this is my show. And unfortunately, no. Right. Um, whereas probably season one, I would have been like, oh, yes, I just need guests on. And now I could yeah. be more selective and, and, and meet people like you two that are like empowering, empowering. And no matter, no matter your ethnicity, your race, your gender, whatever it is, you can relate to people like you two that are sisters um, here locally starting a business, whatever kind of business it is. And that's why um, I'm so selective. So like you said, it's okay to say no, it's okay to start small. Also, mm-hmm. like, social media you don't have to be everywhere like i love 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 watching tiktok videos it is my nightly routine to watch tiktok before (laughs) bed but i cannot be on instagram twitter facebook tiktok i can't do all that yeah i can barely manage an instagram because i have seven or eight instagrams i have to manage like Mm -hmm. it's hard it's hard because like and let's get into let's get into that like so not only do you guys uh have to prep Y'all have to clean, stay clean, right? You have to do that. Like, I'm triggering you right now because you're literally washing dishes for two hours. I was staying because I was doing the dishes. Yeah, <laughs> triggered. Um, and But we have to talk about marketing. You have to market yourself and your brand, right? And so that's yeah. a thing that people don't realize that that's one of the things that's behind the scenes that's a whole job in itself. Like, I have, yeah. I have interns that help me with the marketing because I'm like, I cannot do for eight podcasts, I have to market all of them. And I'm like, how do I do that? And so um, how do y'all go about your social media presence? Because a lot of people, especially small business owners that have been in their business for a long time, don't really or have struggled evolving with the times. And so how have y'all taken on the all of your responsibilities that you've already talked about? Plus, now we're in marketing and branding. Yeah. How do y'all, are y'all both involved? Do y'all have help? Um, one of you do it more than, how does that work? At first we had help from our sister. So we have another sister. Um, okay. There's three. And <laughs> at first 
know, we were getting out there and, and she was like doing a lot of the marketing. She would do like some of our Facebook posts and she's so good at that stuff. And so we kind of just got used to it, but then she's busy too. Like she has her own life. So eventually we were kind of just like, okay, <laughs> we, we, did we post on Gotta buckle down. Today? Yeah. Like Sometimes like we do all this prep and get ready for this for this thing that we want a lot of people to come out to and we're like wait did we even post like where we were gonna be like <laughs> it's it's difficult like it's it's hard to manage because we we're so busy like you said like with prep and cleanup and just making sure we have everything the shopping um so it's hard but we try to stay on top of it um sometimes we'll have days where like we want to try this item out or we want to get a good picture of this item because we don't really have a good picture we want to promote this item so we'll go out and get all those items, come to my house, do the cooking, put it on a pretty dish, and then just <laughs> yeah. like take a really good picture of it. I'll share it on my Facebook. We have a lot of supportive friends and family who will just go around and share it. So um, we really just kind of wing it here and there. Yeah. But we do the, Same. The, what is it? <laughs> or Street Food Finder. Street Food Finder. Street Food Finder is a blessing. Yeah. Blessing, yeah. Because <laughs> it'll post for it. Like all we have to do is... Uh, input like where we're going to be the time the location like maybe like a little comment and at the start of the week it'll post here's where we're going to be this week and it'll list it and then um the day of they'll like do a little reminder too so that saves us a lot of trouble like we can even go in and like just put a picture on it if we want to yeah um and it's great because i mean all of the food trucks are listed on there so if you go to street food finder Mm -hmm. you can see like it it just takes your location it shows like all of the food trucks that are like open around you so that's been like something that we rely on um but social media is definitely something that like you know like you said it's like okay we're doing all these other things and now we got to worry about managing like brands and like networking it'll be like two hours before something and we're like prepping like trying to hurry and I was like wait we need to make a post like yeah yeah. let me just it it is (laughs) a struggle (laughs) I feel like our our really main market for the most part is like the younger generation like people like millennials and stuff and they are very very into social media so um I mean it's it's an everyday question are you on are you on Instagram are you on Instagram like are you on Facebook like so we know we have to like really really but what helps is like our food is really really pretty so like yeah yeah pleasing so yeah like a good picture help good pictures we're we're good we um got business cards so like we try to just keep them out when any event that we're at so the stickers we put a little facebook and instagram icons on our truck so that's we, a smart thing because we try to promote like tagging us and like taking a picture of our food and just like leaving a review because that's sometimes all it takes is just like a picture to go viral mm-hmm. sometimes it just takes you to go viral on something and you for the whole thing to blow business. up yeah, yeah. yeah and i was uh streetfoodfinder.com i so i did it and basically like um because i don't i don't allow anything to like locate me i have to like enter it in manually and you just put in like your zip code and like it pulls up like basically for this whole week like i see as of recording this um we're recording uh in the past for our listeners um uh january like tuesday it shows no no no, i'm sorry wednesday it shows that you guys um on the 26th that you're going to be like 12 miles from me and you click on it, and it says that you're at the Grow Locals Farmer's Market. Yes. And so it's, like, that easy. And then it even shows, like, photos on there. It shows, like, so definitely streetfoodfinder.com. I took a ball. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So street food, 
streetfoodfinder.com is like um it is very i didn't even know what this was until you you shared with me so so for our listeners that are out there it tells you like what's open today where you can like if you want to you know what on wednesday this week i'm not going to cook some overbooked that week this day like perfect it, it shows you everything so yeah that is yeah. awesome instead of like digging through our facebook to kind of see like it's posted right there like mm-hmm. we have it um mm-hmm. at the top of our uh facebook and our instagram like click on this to find where we're going to be at so mm-hmm. that helps so much mm-hmm. yeah definitely so we are rounding out to the end of the podcast now and so now's the time that you can plug your social media if you have a website where can people find more about lowly streetery Facebook and Instagram is our um, main, mostly Facebook. We do a lot better on Facebook than we do on Instagram. Um, (laughs) But yes, it's all uh, exactly how you see it on our logo, Loli Streetery, all one word. Um, Streetery, because it's an eatery on the street. So, you know, that's how we kind of like try to get people to remember it. Um, at Lowly Streetery on Instagram. We're working on a Snapchat. We're going to be coming out with a TikTok soon. We'll eventually so. be TikTok famous. Yes. Too, so, <laughs> yes. Bless, just- bless your heart. I refuse. <laughs> I'm like, I can't. I, so yeah. I, it's like, going to be hard. Like, somebody of- to do get there <laughs> so i'm a millennial and um generation z are like are you on tiktok i'm like like i i know what tiktok is i know how to watch it i'm not i mean i'm on it but i'm not on it you know like i, right, I refuse right. and then my media manager is like um you, you gotta be on tiktok i'm like okay girl if, if you're gonna run it that's fine but i'm not doing it so yeah. <laughs> and then and with so- us on the like I got a bun right here on the side. Like we were all sweaty, covered in asada. Like you know, yeah. it's really the food. Like do not. Last thing we want to be doing is taking a video of ourselves, but no. we have to do it. We have so, to do it. We yes. Know the people we got. So bright. So we've played lowly streetery. Um, again, it's eatery on the street. And uh, I will have the links to their social media in the show notes. So all you'll have to do is wherever you're listening, scroll down and just click on the link and you can give them a follow. And before we wrap, final question is, what are your top, if you had to say top three bestsellers for your food truck? Definitely our loaded, our loaded corn bowl. It's our signature item. Big seller for sure. Mexican street Corn base, choice of protein, two homemade sauces, queso fresco, cilantro, and a lime. That is our number one seller. Our sauces are chipotle crema and then an avocado cilantro sauce. We yep. also have a chimichurri. That kind of just rolled out recently. I should have, I should have skipped this question. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're about to go eat after this too. So yeah, friends, shout out to the post. Yeah. But um, that definitely that item. Probably the Texacana fries are sure our uh, second bestseller. Um, it's seasoned waffle fries, uh, not just like, you know, little fries, they're waffle fries. So all that queso like drips through. Um, it's got queso blanco on top, a choice of asada chicken or shrimp. Uh, we're really like, teams do. Yes. Like, I mean, we spend hours cutting up, marinating, dicing meat. So like, it's, it's all like, it's all like the proteins are great. Um, and then it's the, what, it's got the two signature sauces, yep. queso fresco, a lime. Homemade pico de gallo. Homemade pico. Well. Yep. Uh, yeah, the corn bowl, you can do a salad chicken or shrimp as well. Definitely, so I would say the third. the third one would have to be between our tacos 
Um, and they're not, they're called our street tacos, but S-T-R-E-A-T. Um, they're three full-size tacos, one asada, one chicken, one shrimp. It comes with purple cabbage for crunch, our two signature sauces, queso fresco, cilantro, side of pico de gallo, side of Mexican street corn. And that one's a hit. Yeah. As well as our enchilada nachos. Yeah. And those are fried corn chips with fried flour chips. And red enchilada sauce, queso blanco, <laughs> sauces, everything. It, all these items come super loaded. They're yeah. heavy. heavy. Um, you know, those are like our, our top hits. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, we can't pick three. It has to be four. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. we're going to end the podcast now yeah. because I am yeah. so hungry. God. <laughs> so definitely, listeners, if you're out there, check out Loli Streetery um support this small business again mexican women owned locally owned um man my mouth is like (laughs) (laughs) i don't know for friends or enemies right now um so again if you have any if you want to know where they're at and you're not following on social media you can go streetfoodfinder.com and it'll have them there again lily streetery and again thank you both so much for being here today thank you for making me starving i appreciate it (laughs) uh (laughs) and it was very very like your presence is just like I I know we're zooming, but I I just feel like we would be friends. Like we could be friends. Yeah. I could just feel it. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> so um, definitely, like I said, for our listeners out there, check it out. I will have their links in the show notes. And for everyone listening, wherever you are listening, please head out into your community, make a change, and do something good. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day.